Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Greetings, listener dear. It's Matthew from Pappies here. Now, I'm going to start this episode by telling you that um, we do have all three of us on this podcast. Uh, not on this bit, the intro, but on the uh, on the main podcast is a house meeting with all three of your, your dear pals, Matthew, Tom and Ben, together where they belong, uh, which is, of course, in their separate houses talking over Zoom. Now, um, w- what happened with this intro was... Uh, I'm recording this. If you're listening to this on the day it came out, I'm recording this the day before. And uh, obviously, as we've said, Tom is still boycotting the intros of these episodes until we have 17 million people join the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Pappy's Flat Show if you'd like to uh, help Tom out there. Um, uh, I, I sent a message to Ben and said, when can we record the intro? He said I can only do it um, in the evening. Uh, I said I can't do the evening, uh, but, but I can do it during the day. So at the moment, uh, it's just me doing it. <laughs> that we, I, I, I drew the short straw and here I am. So, uh, so yes, welcome to this house meeting. What housekeeping do I need to do before I get you into the episode proper? Um, I don't know why I'm suggesting I'm going to get you into it. I mean, ho- hopefully this, <laughs> hopefully this intro is getting you right into the mood for it. Um, that's all I can really hope. Um, what do I need to tell you? As always, um, the Patreon. I can't I can't stress this enough. It's phenomenal value for money. If you enjoy this podcast and you would like more in your ears and in your week, then we're doing bonus episodes every single week. There are bonus um, bonus beefs. If you enjoy the Izzy Sooty beef, uh, uh, beef brothers, then there is uh, an Izzy Sooty bonus beef. Um, there's one with uh, well with with every guest we've had recently, May Martin and Joe Hampson, uh, Alison Spittle. Um, who else have we had? Steve Bujaya. They've all done bonus beefs for us, and they are all over on our Patreon, patreoncom flatshare. What uh, else can I say? Oh, there's also the uh, the Love Sex Shagdown episodes and the uh, Flatshare Lock down episodes which which is uh, a really fun community people get in touch with us they tell us what they're up to and we're rude to them it's good fun speaking of people getting in touch and speaking of the izzy sooty episode uh here is uh an email from a guy called jim that's what the only name he's given and uh, i i think for good reason this is this blew my mind he writes dear pappies I have just listened to the Izzy Sooty episode and was shocked by the nighttime bogey talk. Well, I'm sorry for that, Jim, but you know, it was, I was going to say Izzy started it. Izzy, you did it, but I think I started the conversation. I have five children now grown up and they were raised near Matlock. Now, for those of you who don't know what the uh, significance of that is, Izzy Sooty is from Matlock. So already Jim is, you know, Jim has got a lot in common with Izzy Sooty. You understand why he's got in touch. The fourth one uh, of his kids, the fourth one used to have a dried bogey on her bedside wall. Every night I would read a story. We would thank the dream goblin for doing his job. Then she would stroke the bogey and wish it a good night. Okay. Right. So this is a dried bogey that was sort of there as a feature in the same way you might have, you know, a, a delightful print 
on your wall or you know if you're a kid uh, a poster of you know the latest uh, pop pop group you know a brother beyond a bros a curiosity killed the cat uh, a little poster torn from the page of smash hit one of your kids had a bogey on the wall that they would stroke every night and wish it a good night i don't know about that jim man um i mean as a parent i am very aware of the increasing number of of bodily emissions that grace the walls of our house and also you know we've got we've got a cat that seems to leave like weird stuff over the over the walls and stuff most of my day is spent you know wandering around with a wet wipe uh trying to get rid of these things i don't think i've ever seen some detritus on a wall and thought you know what i'm 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 keeping that that's sticking around i've never thought you know in the way in friends they put a, a frame around the peephole i never thought you know what i'm gonna get a tiny little frame and frame that little bit of snot that my daughter has wiped on the uh on the wall i just grab a uh i just grab a tissue and wipe it off um but there we go maybe i'm not as maybe i'm actually not as inventive a parent as jim is he's creating great fantasy worlds of dream goblins that you thank by stroking a bogey you know you know what maybe we should all be a bit more like jim uh, anyway, Jim writes, uh, Jim continues writing, I know she's grown up to be a lovely, caring and intelligent mother of two and an ITU nurse. Oh, well, amazing work. But I still think of her as bogey girl. <laughs> Many thanks, Jim. Um, right. Well, I think obviously do get in touch if you also have a, a pet bogey that you keep attached to your wall that you stroke every night uh, to to thank them for the day gone by. Uh, thanks very much for getting in touch, Jim. Uh, there's another email on the other side of this, but uh, without further ado, I'll let you enjoy your three heroes, Pappies, Ben, Tom, Matthew, together where they belong in your ear canals. I've had a thought. I've got an issue. I've got a question I want to ask you. I want to talk. I want to chat. Okay, let's sit down and chew the fat. House meeting. What temperature should we set the heat? House meeting. Why on earth am I always weeping? House meeting. Who wet my bed while I was sleeping? Let's have a house meeting. What's the point? Does life have a meaning? House meeting. Yes. Clarky's opening a tinny. Why not, Clarky? It's one of our rare morning records. It's seven AM, <laughs> so I feel like it's not a bad idea you've for Clarky to open your, up. And... You've got to have your breakfast yeast, man. You've got to power up, haven't you? You've got to power up. Um, can I can I ask a very quick question, and then we'll move on to the business and the meat of the matter, the meat of the piece? Yeah, sure. I had a goo pudding. I know this is this is like <laughs> this is like it's like oft covered territory. But it just feels like the most obvious question. How how are the people at Goo making money, right? <laughs> like like what's what's the bit what's the business model there? Because that like that that can't sustain, right? It can't well, sustain. I wonder this as well, and, and I presume you're talking about the fact that it's it comes in like a glass ramekin. Yeah, the you don't you, you don't say the same thing about people who make honey or jam. No, no. And you're no. buying more. You, you, the chances are you're buying less jam than you are goo desserts. 
Well, I, that's my other dessert. I have either I either have a goo pudding or a jar of jam. <laughs> An entire jar of jam. We've, we, we've been meaning to talk to you, Tom. You look awful. <laughs> <laughs> so are you saying, I mean, that, that has just blown my mind, Crosby. You answered that so easily. And it's kind <laughs> it's of... really unpicked and all, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, in my I... head, a glass Glasses. ramekin... Is the preserve of a millionaire, isn't it? Well, jam is the preserve well, of a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which, oh my god! Um, speaking of which, we don't normally have jam in the house. It's, it's always it's it's something that's gifted rather than bought. I, I feel right. jam. Okay, and sure. um, so um, uh, Charlie got I've sent got... a hamper recently from work, Ooh, and yeah. it had it had a, a jar of jam in it. So we were like, well, let's give um, Cleo some. Um, uh, jam on the uh, on toast lovely bit of jam on toast as a breakfast treat loved it yeah. demolished it smashed it down had yeah. two had two rounds of toast wanted a third of course of course you know yeah. sure it's got a lot of sugar in it but it doesn't really matter we then <laughs> looked at the label and it's like boozy jam <laughs> it's like she, it was like from Fortnum Amazing it was like a nice yeah, like, posh hamper and it's like champagne gin, jam champagne jam it's champagne jam now why don't she smashing it that's my jam. Well, that's a lady after my own heart. Yeah, absolutely. Imagine her bowling into nursery the next day, being like, well, anyone yeah, else ever, had any days on. She's been wearing, um, uh, she's been wearing long gloves and smoking with one of those long fag holders and stuff. <laughs> enormous, enormous sunglasses. You know, a big wrap around the, the head. Uh, started up a relationship with George Peppard. It's it really, you know, she's really, she's really gone for it. But, um, uh, but I love but, it when but, a plan comes together. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I was, of course, describing Howling Mad Murdoch there. <laughs> um, I've you got, think glass is expensive. And, I, yeah, uh, I mean, well, <laughs> I think that's I, it, isn't it? But also, um, I've got big into jam since I moved to Devon. Oh, oh can, I, can I ask you then the big question? Oh, no. Yeah, can I ask oh, the big god? Can I make some of that jam a day? Yeah, yes. are, are you fucking that jam? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you're going to be fucking that jam, right? Everyone in Denver's uh, fucking the jam. Basically, um, I eat the top quarter of the jam, top it up with prosecco, and then, <laughs> and then shake I'll it around, pop it in a chippy bag, send it to Charlie. I'll yeah. be Obaracus the whole thing. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty impressive stuff. Um, I. Uh, and you realise jam is fucking good stuff, man. It's so it's good. Re- it's really good stuff, jam. And for too long, I turned my back on jam. It's really nice. <laughs> for too think, long. Do you think jam's kind of was it, it? It stopped being cool. There must have been there must have been a time when jam was like new. People must have lost their fucking minds. Well, that's where yeah. the phrase "This is my new jam" comes from. <laughs> <laughs> Jam's old, right? Jam's been around for ages. Oh, jam's old, man. That shit jam's... you're yeah, that shit you're eating. It's hella old. <laughs> yeah, jam's not a new invention. It's not something that's come out fairly recently. It's um, yeah. Well, here's a good question though, because I'm I was trying to think of like what is an I was I was trying to think of what I consider to be a new food, and my first thing was pop tarts, and they've been around since the eighties. <laughs> they, so they got what, what, they got um. Someone went through their old tweets. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you who the real tarts are. Oh, come on, guys. Um, but wait, what do you mean they got cancelled? You can still get them. 
You can now, but I remember a time where they, they stopped selling them. A bit like Alcopops. Is it a bit like that? Where, you know, there was that, that kick where Alcopops sort of disappeared for a bit because they were thinking it was getting kids into drinking. When, of course, the real one is getting into drinking me. Have you is jam. Your kid <laughs> <laughs> the original Alcopop. You've had three pieces of toast. Now let's wash that down with a lovely little bit of hooch. And then let's <laughs> You've got to get the fruit somehow. Um, no, that's... I, I would have gone for peanut butter. I think in the scheme of like spreads, I think you're looking at honey being the original yeah, spread. Modern. Yeah. In the scheme of things, yeah. Honey started off. Then jam came along, was a newcomer for a while. All right, Tom, Then I think, I think then you're looking a, at mayonnaise. Here's a question for you. <laughs> No, I, I, I'm, I'm sort of, I'm sort of with this. We're not saying this all happened in the last ten years, Clarky. But I think in the, you know, you got to think of the scheme of things, Clarky. You know that game you play in like history lessons, where they'll give you like a timeline and you have to go and place like yeah. things along. This is not a bad game. You get given the timeline of, of, of history. Totally. Yeah. And you've got Where's a jar of Hellman's. Going? You've got a jar of. Mar- it's like a, it's, it's a big mar- long, it's a big long piece of toast. <laughs> yeah. That is a wonderful idea. It's a toasted baguette, and you have to spread on the bit of spread where you think it was introduced. And the yeah. mad moments <laughs> some bastard picks up mayonnaise and starts spreading <laughs> that on the baguette. You'd have, you'd have mayo on baguette, wouldn't you? Obviously, you'd have uh, a bit of salad. Every, in there only well. every fucking day, mate. Well, we know, Tom, like I say, you look awful. <laughs> I've never seen you look worse. I put mayo on my baguette and then I use it to spoon the jam out of the jar straight into my old gob gob. <laughs> oh, your old gob then You're still using then... the old gob gob, I see. <laughs> <laughs> and then a lovely goo for dessert. Those ramekins. Okay, so anyway. Honestly, yeah. you're going through glass. Like you, you actually got you're one of the few people who's got a bottle bin directly outside your house. You just chuck it out. The, you chuck it he out just the calls his bin the bottle bin because that's all that goes in it. <laughs> you don't even open the window. Any glass that goes in is bonus. Fuck me! I have fun at the bottle bin. Don't you have fun at the bottle bin? Absolutely wanging it in there and hearing it smash. Did you ever used to do this? Fuck thing therapy. Go to the bottle bin and just let it all hang out, man. I used God, to do this as well. Where I would do that. You're <laughs> <laughs> The bottle bin at the nudist colony that Tom was going to is really, you've got to really be at least wear flip flops as you walk up to it. Listen, that guy wanging it in. <laughs> um, did you ever used to do this where I would do this? If the bottle bank wasn't entirely full, I would get like a bottle and I would reach inside the bottle bank and smash it on the sides. Like you're about to bottle somebody. Yeah, oh, it's wow. Good it's good stuff. Yeah. It's good, strong stuff. Good isn't it? stuff. You get in there. It, it, it's, it's, it's like a fairground. It's like, it is, yeah. It's like a free fairground. It's just sitting there in your supermarket car park. Get down there and fucking go to town, man. Did, did you ever do the, uh, at, at, the, at, at the at the school fair? Did you ever ha- uh, have a uh, plate smashing stool? Was that ever yes. a. Uh, no, yeah. my, fact, my dad used to that, run the plate smashing stool. I was going to say that was my dad's stall as well. <laughs> Loved it. My dad did it. I used to get all the unglazed plates. Yeah. That used to come from a factory. So I, I mean, I don't know what that, what was the deal there? Like they they, 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 do, of, they do them at Greek restaurants as well. Yeah. Like whenever I've, when, when I've been out to like a, a Greek restaurant that really goes for it, you know, has the dancing and everything and uh, that you, they give you those kind of plates because they just, they smash so easily. Yeah. Although I think, I think my dad didn't use those. I think he used, I think he went around charity shops and bought a load of plates and used, you know. just went round your cupboards. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Oh, no, it's the fair again. I went to quite a posh school. He went around John us. Lewis. <laughs> um, um, but, yeah, that was, yeah. Good. that was good fun. 
What did you uh, did your dad run a stall at the fair, Clarky? No. <laughs> we'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember going to a fair where your dad had the uh, the uh, the plate smashing stall. Yeah. I, bet your dad, I bet your dad was. I bet he's a good uh, barker as well, isn't he? I bet he's got that. Yeah. He's yeah, got yeah, the. Yeah. Uh, he's got the old flapham on the gate, hasn't he? He can. He can. Um, he can definitely I, attract attract a crowd. I have, I had to do shift sweeping up. Oh no! Oh, oh mate, what yeah, a bummer! Yeah, 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 yeah. So like sweeping up and restart, re 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 putting the plates up. Did you ever find a plate that wasn't like that wasn't completely smashed? But it was obviously you couldn't go back up on the shelves again and just do it with the handle. But like you've got you to get your, you get your <laughs> like down. Yeah, like you, like you were murdering Jeffrey Dahmer. Just, <laughs> just like, yeah. Put it out of his misery. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Do you ever do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> half the fun of the fair. Yeah. My, my other, my other, the other store that my dad ran was Splat the Rat. Oh, I was oh, Splat the Rat was good, man. He was crockery or Splat the Rat. Oh, those, those are the two best. I, do, I, I was a big fan of the Lucky Dip. Yeah, I like the, the Lucky Dip as well. I although I was always disappointed in it. Every time I did the Lucky Dick, every time I did the the strong Polish lager has kicked in for Clarky. Cheapers, <laughs> creepers. I'm only about a quarter of a can in. Did your dad um, run the Lucky Dick at the summer? <laughs> <laughs> Is that why he ran it one year? He ran it one year. But ran another stall. Lucky. Alan's lucky dick. <laughs> Don't that smut is it. <laughs> <laughs> he's there. He's there lowering himself down a drain pipe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <clears throat> like a rat down a drain pipe. So yeah, lucky lucky dip. You'd stick your hand in sawdust, wouldn't you, and come up with shit. Yeah, or right. sort of, uh, or sort of uh, shredded paper or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it would be and you had like one go. Is that right? You had like one plunge, and then you had, you had one plunge, back. and it was ra- it was normally wrapped as well, so you couldn't kind of get a good feel of what it was, what it was made of. It was wrapped in often wrapped in wrapped in newspaper, and then you'd you'd, you'd pull it out, and it would be like one of those really cheap water pistols. You know, they were tiny, yeah, yeah, and they yeah, had just yeah. that little trigger and. You know, like you could fill it up and it would squirt once and that would be it. By the way, squirt once and that would be it. Was, <laughs> was, was, was catchphrase, wasn't it? Bogan. He was a hell of a marker. I'll give that to him. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, oh, and then you also like the coconut shy. Yeah, but with Alan, they weren't coconuts. They weren't shy. <laughs> I enjoyed the uh, teachers in stocks wet sponge. Oh yes, 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 yes. The um, yeah, that was actually quite like a um, one year. There was quite a sort of sophisticated thing that was like a trap door type thing. Do you ever see those? Like it was almost like a sort of they sat on a Isn't ledge. It like Dave Benson Phillips. Yeah, it was like that. It was it was exactly like that. One one year at the at the fair, someone had I don't know who hired this, but it was a big old thing with like a with like a tank of water underneath it. Whoa! So that you yeah you would you'd sit on it and then you have to throw you have to throw sp- sponges that were sort of heavy enough that would press a kind of buzzer above the the the, the person's head. Ah. That was like a trigger for the for the for them to fall down. It was like it was like a sort of um, amazing. 
you know, an end game from League of Their Own or something. It was, it was like a big, big production. It was, it was wild. Oh, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, anything that was like, you know, teachers going in the, in the stocks, any of that kind of thing. Is that still a, is that still a thing? Can you still go to like a, a party hire place and, and hire stocks? Presumably they're being used for other stuff. As well. That's the other thing as well. You know, one day, you know, the life of a, the life of a hire stocks that's a tough life, isn't it? One day, you know, the innocent fun of the uh, of the primary school fair. The next night, you're being used in some dungeon. You know. Yeah, at least at least they're getting like sponged off on the uh, fair. <laughs> well, it must have st- it must have started it must have started dungeon right like back in the honey days like it started dungeon, and then they must have gone out of business for a long time, and then suddenly some affairs and uh, and it started picking back up again into the jam days. Is that what you're talking? I Which think is where talking, we are now, yeah. I think peanut butter past. I, I think the jam days is the bit when no one was doing stocks anymore. So, what about um, like model? <laughs> what about model? Like uh, not like a model village, but you know what I mean. Like when it was like a, a reconstruction village to show how people lived back in the olden days. You know those kind of places. Oh yeah, we have oh, a living black, living museum. A, a living museum. That's the phrase I was we looking for. Yeah, black, thank you. Black talking. country. Uh, we got the black country museum. It's amazing. That's surely going to have a stocks, a sort of permanent stocks there, right? Hmm. That would do, right? That. Not necessarily one that's being used, but je- definitely it would be there, wouldn't it? It'd be. I or maybe one, Victorian. Or maybe one you could have your photograph taken. You I know? always wanted to pitch a sitcom set in a living museum that was like a period. It was like a period sitcom because they have to stay in character. But then, like, you'd have, like, five minutes of every episode would be them in the dressing room, and it'd be modern day. Right. That's a nice idea, yeah. It'd essentially be, like, The Village, the M. Night Shyamalan film, but, like... (laughs) like, Put the sitcom. uh, Put the sitcom, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, I've pitched a lot of M. Night Shyamalan movies, the sitcom. <laughs> could I do it? But could I do it funny? Oh, my God. I mean, you, ghosts. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. It's I, I, watched, I watched the trailer for the new M. Night Shyamalan movie. And oh, my oh is this God. where they go to a beach and then they get old? Really beach quickly. that makes them old. <laughs> it made me laugh so much. He was six years old this morning. And there's like a 40 year old dude just standing there going, oh. <laughs> it was so, oh, my God. I was I've not seen, I've not seen the trailer. It popped up on my Instagram and I was watching it. And I it was it was so funny because I, I immediately, of course, showed it to Charlie because that basically is her nightmare. I don't know if you've experienced this, Tom, uh, having uh, having a kid, but Charlie is just permanently anxious about the the aging process now yeah, as a yeah, result yeah. of like, you know, she. It's not that she she obviously takes a lot of pleasure in, in watching Cleo grow up, but also she finds it stressful. Only today, in fact, I was saying to my partner, like, when they're so and so, I'm going to be so like. It, like literally mm. I, I think about it all the time like i was yeah. like when they're my age i'm gonna be 80 and that's really you know like it it, it it's constantly there it's yeah. dark but well, especially dark. with the amount of mayonnaise you're eating yeah well i could barely get through my jam <laughs> <laughs> how do they make bread with no wheat in when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. 
Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I was saying this the other day, though. It's so annoying because the aging process and time in general just is always surprising. And we live with it. It's like a massive constant, but I'm always just like, oh my God, I can't believe this. This was then now is here. I'm this old. When that was out, I was this old. Like I do it like constant all day long. It's like, but, but also that is, that's a real, like it's a big social media thing as well. Like basically I follow a lot of accounts on Instagram that are like, you know, is this it is 20 years old now. And it's like, it's all designed to make you go, oh, where's the time gone? But actually, when you think about it, when you break it down, you go, yeah, it's felt like fucking ages ago since that came out. It does feel like 20 years. My favourite thing to do is look at Facebook and look at my old classmates from pro school and stuff and go, fucking hell, he's got fat and old. <laughs> With no sense of self-awareness that people would do that about there. Like, and, then, like, and then Jane comes in and goes, Tom, why are you staring at that mirror? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, through my jam jar, I couldn't tell. <laughs> I was 40 this morning. <laughs> I was also 40 uh, yesterday morning. I'm, I'm, I'm 40, 40 now. <laughs> I've been 40 since I turned 40 in December. I'm, I'm 40 now, but I've eaten some honey. <laughs> and my... <laughs> And stuck Pass in the, the jar. Two, I'm 40. <laughs> <laughs> you can't Are tell you me they're making money on those ramekins. Bloody Nora. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're honestly doing? You're going, you're going, you're looking at people from, um, from primary school and going, oh, they've aged. Every so often when they crop up, I don't look for it, but like when they pop up, I go, yeah. oh my, like basically like me and my, best mate from school we send each other photos of people we went to school with whenever it crops up and go bloody hell <laughs> but we, we him and i are so fat <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're, we're so fucking fat but it's just like we it's just a bit of fun i guess but it's just like with no sense of self-awareness at all that or it's, it's, it's almost so much self-awareness that you're just like i need to feel better about myself so it's happening to everybody it's just funny yeah it's funny yeah. not to imagine that it, it hasn't happened to you <laughs> like, yeah, also you do I'm like all the time you go they're the same age as me they don't look do they look as old as me do I look as old as them it's like yeah mate <laughs> you're the yeah. same age I mean I, and I don't know when this is going out but the Olympics is happening at the moment and it's pretty brutal in terms of the aging process watching the Olympics and realising like you're never going to get to go to the Olympics 
and then like today no, 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 don't, don't, don't say that yeah just, it's just this year they're not letting people go four years hopefully the pandemic will be over although the rate he's drinking eating jam wow he's drinking basically he's drinking the jam he's lucky it's three years basically Oh, can you just check if they've made goo eating and Olympic sports? They haven't. Oh, no hope for me. There are so many Olympic sports these days that I'm holding out for jam eating. I mean, it's not it's not beyond the realms. Honestly, like, oh, here we go. You've just you've just you've gone. You've segued perfectly to I look 40 to here's a conversation that's such a 40 year old person's thing to say. Uh, or anything's an Olympic sport these days. Am what, I right? what about what do you mean? What's an, Oli- what, what's what's an Olympic, Olympic sport, sport that shouldn't be Olympic sport? Softball. Three Why on three you... basketball. Why are these? These are sports, though. More so than uh, jam eating. Come on. <laughs> no, I, if someone said fancy a game of softball, I wouldn't be like, well, that's a bit weird. Do you want to play that? If someone said fancy, fancy racing me to the bottom of this jar of jam, I'd, I'd go, say yes, please. I'd, I'd say, of course, yes. I'd say you're going to have to. In fact, can I, can I, um, can I have my daughter represent me? Because <laughs> believe you me, whop a little bit of, uh, you know, deep in there, you'll be all right. <laughs> But yeah, my, my point being, I was watching the Olympics thinking like, well, you're definitely not going to be able to be at the Olympics. But then hope springs eternal. I was watching the shooting today. I was like, fuck me. These guys are fucking old, man. And they're fat. And then and then they, they won. And they were all younger than me. <laughs> 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 they're all like, oh, yeah, they're, 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 they're like four years younger than me. But. I think shooting might be my my way in now. I feel like if I dedicate a good eight years to shooting, I could be at the not the next one, but the one after that. Tom, can I just say one thing as your friend? You did enough damage when you bought a trumpet that you weren't able to play. Don't buy a they're gun. Not, not, <laughs> don't buy a gun, man. They're not, they're not gonna make they're not gonna make trumpet playing an Olympic event. I know, I know, I know, but <laughs> I'm saying, don't buy a gun. <laughs> don't buy a gun oh, right. is all I'm saying. That's, fair that's, I mean, that's fair. That is I feel fair. like... It's my ever... best chance at a medal, though. <laughs> what, stealing it off somebody at gunpoint? I was, watching, <laughs> I, was, I was sizing up the triathlon, and then I thought, no. <laughs> no. I saw I, you. No, I saw you tweeting about I this, didn't you? You were chance. like, if I'm not ahead... By the time you know, I'm not even getting on the bike. What was the the thing you, you were saying? I mean, it's insane, isn't it? Like people come in off the swim and they're last, and they still get on the bike and go for it because I that's mean, the Olympic spirit. That, no, but that's what you've got, you've got to have think, inside you. Not, not now, man. <laughs> like, oh, I could just go. I could just go have some food. I'd get, get, go have a sandwich. I could go have a jam quick, sandwich. What's the quickest way to get some food? Hop on a bike and cycle really fast. <laughs> Walking slowly is not going to get you to the food any quicker. They could I've literally got, be thinking, I can get some food now. It doesn't I've matter. Jar of, I've got a jar of jam in my trunks. <laughs> <laughs> that may be the reason I'm swimming so slowly. <laughs> I hopped into the water and it's the also, Loganberry jam dragged me to the bottom of the ocean. That's also the phrase that Emergency. got Alan Clark kicked out of the uh, school fair. <laughs> I remember the headline in the Express and Star in a bit of a jam. <laughs> 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 
Um, t- Tom Bowler was always quite good. Tom Bowler felt like a gunko bingo, didn't it? Yeah, love Tom Bowler. So the thing about the tombola was it was like some kind of vast wooden drum that some fucker had built because you, you can't buy tombolas, right? I think they always, you can. <laughs> yeah, you, you can buy tombolas. Where are you buying your tombolas from? The same place you're getting the ducking stool from and the splat the rat and all that kind of stuff. But yes, I will grant you, they're not naturally no. occurring. They have been built. My dad's they... splat the rat was homemade, by the way. I, w- I would say a splat the rat out, out of all the things. I reckon I could make yeah, a splat the rat. A, I'm not a making a tombola. Put into a, to, to a press board. I think actually my, my dad might have even made the sort of the, the shelves that you put the, um, you put the, uh, the, the plates on for the plate smashing. But... I'm the to- saying the tombola most, you can hire. You could hire a tombola. I'm saying most tombolas I've encountered are homemade. They don't look good, but I bet they were hired. Yeah. I bet oh. they were- Maybe some guy's making a tombola and then renting it out. But I think it's kind of the kind of thing that gets passed. I think I this, is, it, this, by the way, might be our, the, the exactly most lame saying. argument we've ever had. Because <laughs> are they are they made or are they hired? The answer is obviously both. But, but what I'm saying is there isn't a tombola factory where it's like we make tombolas. Oh, I see. We, not we sell out. We sell 200 tombolas a year. I'm saying some guy in his shed goes. The summer fair's coming up. I'll knock us up a tombola. And then every year they dust down the tombola that like the caretaker made. I, I, don't, I don't think people are going, I'll buy us a tombola. And there's not like a tombola shop where it's like, I'm going to oh, go. I'm, I'm no, hang on. Hang on, boys. I'm going to Hang on, boys. Tombola hire. I'm never, never on a house meeting. No, no. There's a code, boys. <laughs> <laughs> and um, also, this was fucking 1992. No one's getting on Google for a tombola. I tell you what, go oh, what? Um, I tell you no what. No one's getting on Google for a tombola in 1992. <laughs> and we all just we, old, can, that's a, let the record show you call it Google. Can we just let the record show <laughs> the old man Parry called Google Google? <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm, um, just a li- I'm just a literacy student. That's all. You're a what? <laughs> <laughs> um, this you know what? Polish lager. I'm looking at this. Uh, the, the prop factory. Uh, they hire out a, a fully working tombola, 38 excluding that, and it's a nice looking tombola. It looks wooden. It looks made, but it looks professional. So much so that I believe it's be- that's it's on the set of Loose Women here. Colleen Nolan is using it wow, on the set of this room, but you can also hire it for 38 quid. But it also on this one here, um, fundaylimited.com, they've got a metal tombola. Now, I have seen these as well. It's like an oil drum with a handle on it that you spin round with a hatch on the top. I don't know about that. So it looked, I mean, I, I've definitely seen these kind of tombolas before, but yeah. And that is. I don't know how um, I'd feel if I, if I popped along to a school fete and there was a, there was a metal, metal tombola. tombola. You wouldn't feel happy with that? No. No? Yeah. Would you would you leave immediately, or would would it would it be? Would you just have I'd, I'd splat the shit out of the rat first. <laughs> of course, yeah. For your protest, just for your father, Clark. Clark <laughs> it's a metal. It's a metal rat. <laughs> oh my god! It's uh, you've come to a metal fair, I'm afraid. You <laughs> um, come to the download festival. Can I have a lift? I live in I'm saying back in the day, it was you know, it was all. It was uh, the Wild West back in the day, those summer fairs. If it wasn't in the Yellow Pages, 
I'm just saying, I'm, I don't think you're going to find Tom Bowler higher in the yellow pages back in the day. I, I, I mean, I think, think, you, I think you've really moved the goalpost on this argument here. Because <laughs> how are we supposed to find that out? Find like if a listener dear has an old copy of the Yellow Pages, if, they, if they've got a Yellow Pages from the mid '80s, specifically no, want, one from listener, the Wolverhampton area. I want listener dears to tell us their Tom Bowler experiences. Yeah, that's not a bad idea, actually. That's, 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 that's what I want. That's what I want. I want people best, to say, best oh, thing you know affair. My granddad made a tombola. Uh, you know, oh, my dad ran a tombola shop and we lived very well off it. That's what I'm after from listener dear. Yeah, that's what we need to hear. That's what we, the listeners need to get in touch. Um, Pappy'sFlatshare at gmail.com. Get in touch with your own tombola anecdotes. Very important. We're doing, we're doing God's work here, I believe. We really are. What else was there at Summer Fair then? The swingy kind of ship swings. Did you have those? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <clears> big <throat> swings where two people sit in it and you swing back and forth. Yeah. I, yeah, they, they've I now did start- that as a Cub Scout and pulled my stomach muscles and was in agony for oh, no. like two weeks. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you went all the way around. So strong. And I was going to call bullshit. This was pre-jam days. Um, yeah. So and it was, it, it was at the black muscles. You gave yourself like, what, like, what was like a the mini black hernia? At the Black Country Museum. Oh, my God. Oh! Yeah, there you go. Um, but then recently we went, uh, my, uh, when I started dating my now wife, we went on one at the seaside on like our third date. And it was an absolute hoot. Have you you seen they started doing them now at playgrounds? I'm so glad they stand up. No, you're not not allowed to stand up. Ah, right, right. right. You pull your stomach muscles, don't you? Yeah, exactly. Did you you tell her about your stomach muscle story when you went on the... um, on the thing with Jay. I don't think so because it was the third date. Sure. (laughs) What? Why are you holding that back? Yeah, holding that back, man. I think that's, you know, you don't want to... Is that embarrassing? You want someone to think you've got stomach muscles of iron on the third date. Do you know what I mean? Tom, I don't... Come on now. I mean, yeah. I I, I, I think that's the sort of story that... Yeah, like, I I could see that. I could see that being a a definitely a sort of few months in kind of thing, you'd say. (laughs) I mean, you wouldn't say it too far after the fact. You wouldn't be like, remember our third date? We went to one of those machines. Well, before that, I'd been at the uh, camp fair and, uh, and, and, and pulled my stomach muscles. No, you'd sit them down and be like, look, there's That's something I need to tell you. you. Yeah. I've been wearing a metal stomach every time we've been to bed. <laughs> I've got a girdle on for a reason. <laughs> I've actually, you thought I had abs. I've actually made myself a stomach of corrugated iron. <laughs> if, well, I, I didn't make it. I hired it. I hired it. <laughs> you, you can hire anything nowadays. Yeah. This is one that's been used on episodes of Blues for <laughs> Anyway, do you want to see my Tom Boner? <laughs> Alan Clark, get out of here. <laughs> oh, no. First names only. <laughs> wait, wait. You don't want to give away your dad's second name. <laughs> thing you've considered eating there was the pole with the gym mats underneath and you'd sit on the pole and hit each other with either pugils or pillows post gladiators that was very very popular wasn't it 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything that I was, like was uh, I was basically resembled the gladiators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was picturing a vertical pole, and I was like, "Holy shit, <laughs> <laughs> that's too much." Yeah, horizontal was... pole. Sit on it. Cross your yeah. legs. And yeah, each other first and try and off. Yeah. try and knock each other off off the off the pole. Yeah, that was good. Um, did you ever have uh, the kind of bar skittles type thing with a a load of a load of skittles and a sort of and a swinging ball, a little swinging ball? Yeah, and there was a certain yeah. there was a certain way that you could play it. You could rig it so that if the if the stick that had the swinging ball on was leading to a certain way, it would always miss. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, because oh, I had my. On. Were you running a racket? Well, I had my, I had my grand. That was another thing my dad used to do. But my, it was my grandfather's. It belonged to my grandfather, and I think he used. Did he it. make it? Well, his, <laughs> his, he certainly didn't hire it. So Occam's razor. Yeah, he must have made it. Interesting. Didn't didn't spring fully formed from the forehead of Zeus. He must have. He must have been in his woodshed whittling away. But um, but yeah, he um, yeah. I think when he used it down the working men's club and there was money, there was a certain way you could point the stick so that people couldn't, uh, people couldn't win their money back. But obviously Wowee. not, we didn't use that system at the, uh, but it was great because it meant that the, you had these things in the house for like two or three days running up to the fair. So, you, you know, by the time it got to the fair, you were bored of it. It was great. You had, you had it for three days. You could just play as, as many goes as you wanted. Obviously not the smash the plates thing. That's, you can't smash as many plates as you like. That's like it gets in the way of, 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 of running the stool for my dad. And Charles yeah. and Diana commemorative plate. <laughs> was your granddad like a grifter then? I don't think so. I just think, you know, he was Sounds in the swim, like it, wasn't mate. he? He was in the, you know, everyone was in South East London, you know. You had to be in the swim. I love that. I love that. You've got to know, you know, you, he wasn't snide. He was just a bit naughty occasionally. You've got to be, haven't you? You've got to go and now, yeah, now exactly. we're playing for cash. Exactly, oh, exactly. I love that. Should we have a, should we have like a fair? <laughs> like an, a, affa- an affair? <laughs> should we have a fair? <laughs> we devote much, enough time to each other as it is. This is basically like an affair. We have, um, like, a, we have like a listener dear fair. Well, where... well, you're, not, you're not suggesting that we actually do the jamboree, are you? Like, yeah, like it'd be, yeah, that's it. That's what it'd be. It'd be the jamboree and we'd have all the stalls. You'll, and... be, you'll of course, be bringing the jam. Guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the weight of the jam that I've eaten. It's the weight of Tom. <laughs> <laughs> we'd have Tom on a big, on a big weighing scale. That's actually not a bad fairground ride. Tom, stark nude, sat like Buddha on a giant weighing scales and you have to put on a, you know, you've got a, you've got a variety of different items that you have to put on and see which one balances them out. I quite yeah. like that. Was, like, was that is, is that a thing? Like a giant set of scales and you have to balance, you know, if yeah. you reckon like, if, if, if like three little kids come along and go, I reckon the three of us are the exact same uh, weight as, um, uh, as, as uncle Tom there, then, uh, then they get on and that's like not a bad that. idea for a round. Yeah, that's a it's, good it's, idea. It's kind of a bit like the. Um, it was like guess how many sweets in the jar was. Yeah, the, guessing the jelly like beans. The, that was the classic. And people would like fucking go at it for a couple of minutes, like really kind of weighing it up. Let's have a look. And the that idea- was a shit one, actually. Let's be honest. Yeah, let's have a jamboree, old old fashioned stalls, and then we'll have a nice time of it. I think that's a great a record, idea. Yeah, do a record in the middle. I love it. I'll start building the, the tombola. And I'll start hiring the Splat the Rat. 
Clark, and, see if you can't tell my dad to put his dick away. <laughs> <laughs> see if your dad's out of prison. <laughs> Cold rain or hot snow? What is sleeting? So, there it was. There we have it. The episode of House Meeting with uh, with your three buds there. Um, if you enjoyed this, then please do uh, like and subscribe and uh, follow us or any of the things that you, you need to do, wherever you're listening. Also, um, tell your friends about this podcast. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's always great when we get new listeners. It warms my heart when someone gets in touch and says, I only recently found your podcast. I've listened to a bunch. I know there are some of you who've been with us since, you know, for the last 10 years, since back in 2011 when we first started. But um, it's always great when new people join, you know, regardless of how old they are. Uh, we're always, always welcome, uh, always welcome new listeners. So tell your friends if you think they might enjoy uh, these these chats that we have. If you think they might enjoy um, Beef Brothers Cold Cuts, if you think they might enjoy the uh, Pappy's Flat Share Stand Downs, whatever you think they might enjoy, Tell them all about it and uh, and get them on the uh, on the Pappy's train. Uh, join us on Twitter um, at Pappy's Tweet. Find us on Instagram at Pappy's Comedy. Uh, send us your beefs or just get in touch with us. Beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Get in touch with us to tell us um, stuff about yourself uh, uh, or, or problems you might have with your neighbours that you might want us to solve. Um, Pete's got in touch uh, at... Um, at beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Pete's got in touch to say, Hi, Pappies. In response to your request for names that sound like food. Now, if you don't remember this, last week we got an email from someone called uh, Jed Lester. And I uh, put a shout out for anyone else who has a name that sounds a bit like food. Pete's come in with an absolute corker here. In response to your request for names that sound like food, I used to work with a bloke called Terry Makewell. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad it's not bad is it terry makewell cherry bakewell uh he finishes cheers everyone by pete pete that's exactly what we're after so get in touch with us beef brothers podcast at gmail.com with your beefs or with your bogey stories or with your people that you know who sound like they could be some food uh, <laughs> all right folks well um thanks very much for listening um it's it's so wonderful to have so many of you uh listening at the moment it's such a pleasure don't forget about the patreon if you want to join the patreon you know if you've been listening for free and you think oh you know what i'd love to give a little something back then for four quid four english pounds a uh just every month four pounds a month i mean that's hardly anything you'd barely notice it Four pounds a month, you can get, uh, I think, nearly 200 bonus episodes straight away and new bonus episodes every week. We'd love you to join us, patreon.com forward slash Pappy's Flat Share. But most of all, just keep listening to the free feed, tell your friends about us, and uh, we will see you very soon. This episode was produced by Emma Corsham. Corsham team. It's quite weird doing all this. I'm just sat in my house on my own doing this. It's quite weird when there's not anyone else to join me. But... Uh, I think I've done okay. <laughs> I hope I've done okay. Have I gone insane? Anyway, a caution team. Cheers, everyone. Bye. I tell you what, I'm not. I'm not doing a Patreon neighborhood watch roll call on my own. I can't. I've just not got it in me. There'll be a, there'll be a new Patreon Patreon neighborhood watch roll call back next week because I'll make sure that I I I time this better and I work out a, a recording time when it's not just me in my house on my own. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. 
But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.